Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Monday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, fun show so far. You got the podcast at theticketfm.com. You can always watch and comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. Call or text 402-464-5685. The show is sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Lots of different storylines. We talked about the playoff is done. Georgia, Michigan, TCU, Ohio State. We'll great, see. great four teams. Got it right. I mean, it's they're great matchups. I mean, they're – it's – Compelling. These are compelling matchups, right? Yes. Georgia versus oh, Ohio yeah. State. Very compelling. You're not seeing like the 20-point favorite in a game like you've seen in the past in some of these games. No, Ohio State is compelling. They sneak in. Yep. Ohio State sneaks in as this team that's kind of like being disrespected and dangerous. Be- yeah. I mean, when is when does Ohio State ever feel disrespected? Disrespected, pissed off, Ohio State's scary. Yeah. Michigan TCU. Now I'm gonna tell you something. You know how much I like Michigan. Yep. I watched TCU against K State. Mm. If Michigan isn't covering, they're not winning by more than nine. Hmm. If they win this game at all, it won't be more than nine. Well, we'll see. TCU is a bear with that quarterback, Max Duggan. Max Duggan. Bluffs. What the hell was Nebraska thinking? He's good. How do you not recruit that he, he kid? Had, he had, what, 87 rushing he's, yards he's in the final drive? He's from Lewis Central. It's right over the damn bridge. Where? Why don't you re- – I mean – That's a guy who literally carried a team on his back to get to the overtime. He's, You know who it reminds me of? People are going to kill me for saying this. Yeah, You might be too young to remember Frost playing. <laughs> Mind you, Scott Frost. <laughs> he does. He runs hard, man. He is a good runner. Now, people, people – I know Frost is a dirty word around here, it seems like. But that dude, I watched. I mean, I covered Frost. He he plays like Frost did, better passer. He's got yeah. thirty touchdowns, only four interceptions. But he runs like Frost. I think he had eighty-seven rushing yards the last drive. To get <laughs> he's an amazing runner. on one drive, he's an amazing runner. He's a running back. Well, so is Frost. He's a running back. He runs like a running back. He's their best running back, and. Happens to be yeah. a quarterback. Yeah, he's he's a great player. Yeah. And he, the, the fact he's not invited to New York for the Heisman is sad. That's there's only three players. Up. Three, three who, players. Who, who is it? Hendon Hooker, uh, not okay. C.J. Stroud, I okay. think. And Bryce Young, not Bryce Young. I'm missing somebody. I don't think it's Bryce Young. Might be somebody obvious. Oh, uh, Caleb Williams. Yeah, USC. that's a joke that Dugan's not. That's a joke. In he, fact, he should be. You, had to, you gotta you could, get him there. You could make a case that Dugan's number one on your right. Heisman. Ballot. I think they should revise and say, you know what, we're gonna bring him to New York. Yeah, that's. Hey, I got a problem with that. You should. This is a guy that led an undefeated season, regular season, and then he carries him on the back in the title game. They lose, but he he was the reason why they had a chance. Now well, he had some bad throws. Invited? Why is he not? I don't invited? know. I don't. I don't know why. I was talking to another writer about Dugan during that game, and my thought was I'm putting him one on my ballot. One line. 
number one. Yep. I wouldn't have a problem with that. Caleb Williams, probably two. And I don't know, you could get Hendon Hooker on there. No, he's number he's yeah, he's the third guy invited there. Jeez. And it's Trout. Yeah, well see, man, that is I I'll tell you what, the Heisman committee should reconsider. Okay, you know how you know what? Tugan's gonna get a lot of votes, Jake. He's gonna get a lot are people saying you're wrong? No, no. I just saw someone had a some news that maybe Saturday. Yeah, okay. How about this? How about this in Big Ten landscape? This might affect Big Ten landscape. Sorry to get off topic here, real quick. This is breaking news. Uh, Scott Satterfield, Louisville, going to Cincinnati to be the head coach. Okay. That's Louisville's head coach, you know. Oh, and Jeff Brom, as we all know, loves Louisville. That's what I'm saying. That's Big Ten possibilities. I wonder. It seems like Brom's locked into Purdue. He just he just lost the Big Ten title game. He was there, won the division. They were talking on TV like he's locked into Purdue. Brom, well, Jeff Brom. Did he know that the other job was going to open? No, probably not. It's now it's open. So Satterfield from Louisville is going to Cincy. Correct. Whoa. Yep. Whoa. Interesting. Yep. Okay, back on track. Yes. K-State. You wanted to talk about Well, K-State. hang on. Before that. You want to for, mention hoops? Yes. For those who get mad at me, I, get, I went a full half hour starting off the show. But just to remember, Nebraska basketball yesterday goes into Omaha and beats Creighton. 63-53. Jawan Garrett. Oh, sorry. Derek Walker was great. 22 points. Sam Greasel, 18 Sam. points. Yeah, Sam. Jawan Gary, 12 points. Nebraska out-rebounds the Jays by five. Nebraska wins points in the paint 46-16. to they hold the Jays to 10 of 40 on threes. Nebraska now 6-3 and three on the season. Okay, so you asked the question, do you revise your expectations for Nebraska men's basketball this year? And I'm – it might be an overreaction to say yes, but not an overreaction to say, yeah, I'm, I'm tinkering with them. My expectations. Fun. Yeah, tink- don't, don't like go outlandish here and say, oh, I expect 18 wins now. No. Don't be out, please don't be outlandish. And I always look at it in terms of Big Ten wins. Okay. Now, when you watch them, you watch these last three games. As you, as you noted, Florida State not good, but, but Nebraska hammered them. By 17. Boston College not good, but Nebraska hammered them. Then Nebraska goes on the road in, into, into Creighton's lair and, and doesn't dominate, but but dictates tempo. They did dictate the tempo. Dictates style. Rattles Creighton. And, yeah, I think you can tinker with expectations a little bit. I, you can nudge Nebraska toward eight wins in the Big Ten, I think. Eight, eight and 12. And that would save Fred's job. Fred helped himself a lot yesterday in terms of that discussion, right? Yes. Because what Trev Alberts wants is exactly what he's seen. What's Trev Alberts always, always talk about? I want a tough, gritty team that Nebraska fans can be proud of. He always says that. I want a team that's fundamentally sound, a team that does the little things. But he always says a team that makes Nebraskans proud. Mm. And look at you over there. What do you have on I'm today? repping the end today. Look at that. Why is stream. that? Because I was proud of how Nebraska <laughs> played yesterday in basketball. They went into the evil empire of Omaha – Playing the Jays. 
Well, yeah, that's, this, the city's not evil. That that right. building that building is evil. Easy. You're gonna have Mayor Sorry. Stothard on the line here. The evil empire of the <laughs> CHI Health Center. I revised yeah. that. Yeah. Where Nebraska has not won since tw- 2004. Yeah. In the NIT. Yeah, it was right. That's they, right. That was a postseason win. They have not won in that place in the regular season until since the 90s, before yesterday. Creighton had won 10 of the previous 11 matchups in general. Yes, in general. And again, and this was this is supposed to be their best team they've ever had. Ever. Yeah, they didn't look like that yesterday. I mean, Sip, I have I have a dis- distinct memory, vivid vivid memory of 2014 when Nebraska made the dance. Yeah, them being down 38 to eight in Ooh, the building. Yeah. Nebraska being down thirty yes. to eight. Yeah. Yeah. Nebraska made the dance that year. They were down thirty eight to eight. That was a nightmare. I yeah, it, it was felt like a nightmare. It was. I I hated my life. And then what happened yesterday? Well, look at the calls. I think there's there's practicing over there. Oh. <laughs> this is training for our new producer, Josh. Josh. I'm I'm going with intern for a while. Intern Josh. Yeah. Fine. Intern. Intern. Okay. Okay. Now, yeah. Expectations revised a little bit. Fred gets a signature win, one that surely pleased his boss. Indiana next, 7.30 on Wednesday in Assembly Hall. Double-check the time. I hope that's not Eastern. I think it's 7.30 Central. Um, Checking. Then then Purdue comes, in Nebraska's, comes into Nebraska's lair. 7.30 okay. Central Time, BTN on Wednesday. That seems like must-see TV to me. Nebraska without a star player. Although, I like you say, I keep saying they don't have a star player. If you look at Derek Walker's numbers since he's come back, that's star material. I mean, he's he's the real deal. He's a fascinating player to me because he's a below-the-rim big. I mean, he's he's he jumps about two inches off the floor, but he's strong. Puts his left shoulder into guys and goes up, and he's really good about banking it off the glass. Yes. he doesn't. How often do you see Derek Walker dunk? Not often, but I think sometimes those are the most dangerous bigs, the guys that rely yeah. on their fundamentals. They don't, yeah. They're not going to overpower you and say, I don't Oh, he does to. overpower you. But I'm sorry, in terms of like dunk, like right, Shaq, yeah. like Shaq dunk. Right, right. Like no, that. yeah, he doesn't do that. You know, he never does that. <laughs> it's, that's something like that overpowering. Yeah. I, mean, I don't need to worry about this. I'm going to dunk like Zion. Yeah, I don't understand. Face. No, I totally understand. Yeah, he's not Zion. He's not, he's not that kind of player. He's not explosive. He's not off the floor explosive. He's pretty – he's explosive in his own way. I mean, he's t- he's – He's a bigger – he's got a big body, um, and he he just knows how to get into a defender with his shoulder and get the ball up, up off the glass. And I he's good it. in the open Efficient. court. Yeah, he's good. He's, a, he's good in the open court. They spread the ball. They spread the floor and get it to him in the middle. And I thought – He'd have trouble against Kalkbrenner. He didn't. No, none. He had he had no trouble against Kalkbrenner. Kalkbrenner was just like defenseless. It was yeah. weird because I, I think he's a decent player. I do like Kalkbrenner. Yeah. I think he's a fine player, but he just was not there yesterday. He could not guard Derek Walker. He no. could not guard Derek Walker. I, I, I was I couldn't I couldn't believe. But my think eyes. about if you're Walker. You know, early on you get eight of the first ten points. Now you're saying, all right, I, this is my day. He can't stop. Oh, yeah. It's it, because the start was so important for those guys. It was. It was. They did not get ran out of the building in the no. first four minutes. It was a tight game. And no. they're up by two at half. And again, it, you know, as Fred pointed out in postgame, I mean, Nebraska on Wednesday of last week was up by three points a half on Boston College and won by 21. I mean, yep. they routed them in the second half. Uh-huh. Same thing for Florida State. They routed the second half. And then what Nebraska Nebraska do? outscores Creighton by eight points in the second half. And they came right out of the locker room. And I bet Nebraska fans, a lot of them, well, I know because I was hearing from some Nebraska fans during the game. 
you you were probably waiting for the roof to cave in. Yep, I, I, I was cautious. And I I think it was about ten minutes into the second half where I was like, "This is roofing." That's my in. that's my text. You I said Nebraska ball emo- eye emojis. Yeah, and I said Nebraska win by ten plus. Yep, and they went by ten. Yep, they'll win by ten plus. I the, the roof wasn't caving in on them. They had that. I mean, I'm not saying they had the game completely under control, but they were playing well enough on defense. I thought Cray- Creighton's. I mean, unless they just get hot out of the blue, they're in bad. They're in big trouble here. Well, they were. Yeah. Nebraska wins by ten again. Indiana on Wednesday, and then Purdue Saturday. Three straight ranked teams, highly ranked teams. You See, play yeah, this is critical. One as, for one. This was yeah, as critical as Fred said, because Nebraska players are, are you know all, all they've been hearing is man they're gonna get they're gonna get into the thresher and get and get mauled by these teams and, well and, so much for that i mean they go to creighton and get to probably the one that i thought was mate eh, they're all most unlikely yeah I, well come on it's just the fact come on it's just the fact how go, it's gone going into that game i had no confidence yesterday zero who, who did I felt good about Nebraska's last two wins, but it still like, well, Creighton's battle-tested against great teams so far. God, Nebraska looked confident, though. Yeah, they Right did. out of the gate. It didn't look like they were surprised. Nope. They they want, you know, Greasel came in with the mission, said, I've seen these guys beat us all my life, and I don't like them. I'm going to win this game. Nebraska, I'm not going to say, well, I'm not going overboard here. I'm not saying they're scary. But they're interesting to me because they are tough. You get you let a scrappy team get some confidence and watch out. Greasel is a pretty tough kid. He is. But those so those additions of Greasel, Gary, and Bandamel are really critical because all three of those guys are tough minded dudes. I think that Fred knew that. I said we got to yeah. get we got it. These are the guys I want. I want some dogs out here. I want some dogs. He got them. And, and then you add that to Derek Walker. And that's pretty good. Now, what I thought, see, I just told you before the show, I I thought Nebraska, if they're going to win a game like this, Nebraska, if they're going to win a game like this, if they're going to get a meaningful win, it would mean that Tominaga and Wiltshire are both shooting really well. They did not. No, they didn't. Wiltshire was one for seven, including 0 of five on threes, and Tominaga was one for five, no threes, two points total. See, that's a terrible – I mean – I mean, you can't make sweeping assumptions. I and I should know that at age fifty six, but I thought if they're going to beat a good team, it's going to be because Tominaga and Wiltshire both have a good shooting night. And I mean, like Jake, twelve to fifteen points. Right. Right. No, they didn't shoot the ball well. Nebraska beat the number seven team in the country on their home floor, and those guys didn't didn't do much at all. A couple other news before we get uh, to K-State real quick. A couple other nuggets? Nuggets, yeah. Uh, again, we mentioned I'll say it again, but Nebraska women beat Maryland 90-67. to 90-67. to 67. That's 20th-ranked Maryland on the road. First oh. first time beating Maryland in... 16 tries. Right. 16 tries in the Big Ten. Also, um, Husker Volleyball beats Kansas in four sets on Friday night. Friday night. They'll play Oregon on Thursday at 10 a.m. in Louisville. Oh. 10 a.m. In the Sweet 16. 10-a-hammer. That's right during my post-show nap. That match was close to going five sets. Nebraska pulled off the fourth one. I, I watched a good amount of that match. 
any any compelling. Uh, Nebraska uh, yeah, Nebraska was dominant the first set. They won twenty five fourteen. Then it kind of you know then the KU won. I think they won the third set. Nebraska was up two sets. They won the third. Nearly won the fourth set, but Nebraska held on to win. But Nebraska Oregon ten a.m. on Thursday in Louisville, the Sweet Sixteen. I'm sure we shouldn't keep this K State topic till tomorrow. We can do that. Let's keep talking about Dugan. Okay, Max Duggan. Yeah, Duggan. Council Bluffs, Lewis Central. Right over the memorial, I'm gonna call it the Memorial Bridge. If you're if you're in South O and you're you go down twenty fourth, there's a bridge, you go right into Manawa. And Lewis Central is right across the river. Mm-hmm. What, what why was Nebraska Nebraska, and I know this. Nebraska didn't recruit him hard. Nebraska is guilty on quarterback mm. recruiting of overthinking. And this is hindsight, so people, I hope people on the text line are saying, simple, great, great hindsight. Where were you when it was happening? I didn't know much about Dugan. Um, I'm not a recruiting guy. Okay, I'm not. But now when you watch him, he's the, he's the, he plays like Frost. He's the, he would be the perfect Nebraska quarterback. People would love him. <laughs> He's tough, you know man. when he was recruited, you know who they compared him to? Reminds the 24-7 guys of Adrian Martinez. This is Adrian Martinez. Now, that was when they thought Adrian Martinez was going to be a star. They are comparing – think about it. Dugan's a class of 2019, okay? 24-7 sports was going off what they saw from Adrian in 218, which was what? 218. I mean, what do you think the way Adrian he ended is? The season, you said that's going to be a stud. What do you think of 2018 Adrian? Well, he looked really good to end the season. Right. That's what 24-7 sports, they were comparing Duggan to Adrian. Why don't we recruit him? Well, I think, Why well, as the text line says, Frost wanted Luke McCaffrey. Frost and Mario recruited Luke McCaffrey over Dugan. A guy who was a receiver. A guy who most teams were looking at as a receiver, right? Again, again, this is sort of chicken bleep for me to do this because I didn't question it at the time. I didn't, but I don't know. I mean, Jake, I'm not a recruiting guy. And these things are easy to do in hindsight. But, my God, it seems like they overthink that stuff. McCaffrey. And it's a loss. It's a recruiting loss. And if you have too many of those, you get fired. Yep. Right? Yep. I'm looking up Duggan's stats this year. <laughs> okay. yeah. this, this is painful. And tell me why he's not in New York. I, I don't get Okay. Say him. And tell me why he's All not right, in New this York. Is, this is Max Duggan. You say Duggan. I say Duggan. Okay. It's Duggan. You're right. 2022 stats for you know, a team that's going to the playoff. 3,321 passing yards. 30 touchdowns, four interceptions. Okay. Okay. 30 touchdowns. Yeah, 34. Four picks. Uh-huh. Rushing. He has, hang on a second. Max Duggan. Yep. Okay, rushing, rushing, rushing this year. Not as much as you think. Okay, go ahead. 112 carries for 404 yards. I would have thought more. In fact, I think that you're wrong. That seems almost wrong. To I'm me. looking at it. Okay. Six touchdowns along uh, of 67 yards. How How is he not in New York? I don't know. Do you, I have no idea. TCU went from five and seven last year to twelve and one, and in the playoff, and the, this guy was a big reason why. They're only the second team to make the playoff after being preseason unranked. As Jeff points on the text on that, that's, this is almost like a Joe Burrow breakout it season. It is now Burrow had six. You know, he had doubled the touchdowns. Like that, that was a true breakout. That's another quarterback that Nebraska could have had. <laughs> 
Doug and, and Burrow. How does Doug, I'm, I'm, I can't get over this. Is, can people, someone help me on the text line here? Why Duggan's not invited to New York? And he's going to get a lot of votes. He's going to get a he lot should. of votes. Again, the, the three going to New York are Stroud, Caleb Williams, and Hendon Hooker. They should have four guys there. They should have four guys there. Double check that. I'm going to. Yeah, if you're a Nebraska fan, it's almost it's almost like you're what when you're watching K State TCU and Doug yeah, that's the three. Yeah, the one I that's mentioned. Incredible. Yep, those are the three. That is incredible. Caleb Williams, C.J. Stroud, Hendon Hooker, not Max Duggan, not Blake Corum, nobody. I'll look Just into that. Three. I'll look into to see what the deal is. You on should. That. Nebraska fans watching TCU and Kansas State, they have to wonder what the hell's happened. First of all, Duggan's running up and down the field. And yep. He's 6'2", 215, and he's a, he barrels down the field. He, he looks like a running back. It's what Nebraska fans dream of, having a guy like that. Nebraska took Luke McCaffrey over him. Yep. Okay? Mm-hmm. Second of all, you have Kansas State, who you have adopted, seemingly. Um, I love Chris Kleiman. Yeah. I, I, say, I love Chris Kleiman. Because of what? Because of what? Because he had, I think because he's of a, why why do you like the way Kansas State plays? Because they play tough physical football. They really do, and they, they play really complementary football. Their defense makes tur- forces turnovers. They're really their tough. special teams is good. Yeah, and they're really. I mean, I emphasize they're really tough, and they seldom make mistakes. Although that punt returner about cost him, yeah. dropped that ball. But he, but typically they, that's that's rare. For They're them. rare. That's rare. Yes. That's uncommon. They don't make mistakes like that. I'm looking. So I'm looking real quickly at, at Duggan's stats here. As I mentioned, he had 414 yards rushing. This is why that makes that performance in a loss even more impressive on Saturday. You know his rushing stats in general. He doesn't run the ball a ton. But well, he threw he, for 3,000 yards. Okay, but again, but here's the problem: that the stats, the 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 sacks bring down your rush total. Oh. So against Texas in a win. He had 10 carries for negative 41 yards, yeah. a bunch of sacks. A bunch of sacks. Uh, but in the game Saturday, 15 carries, 110 yards, long of 40. Iowa State, three carries, three yards. Texas Tech, 12 carries, six yards. You know, he doesn't – he hasn't – against Baylor, eight carries, 50 yards in a win. But he, he made the plays when he had to, and he has passed the ball well. He should be in New York. <laughs> just, I, I don't – I have limited knowledge about what went into that because you just sprung it on me today. I didn't know that. I, I wish I would have known it because we would have talked about it more in depth. Maybe there's a good reason he's not going, but I, don't, I, I'm, I can't imagine what it is. I mean, if TCU wins that game, he's going to be on the he's going to be on the one line of a lot of voter. Or I mean, the voting's already taken place. Oh no, this is a strange, strange situation to me. They're the, they're one of the top four stories of the college football absolutely season. and and they they got no representation in the college uh, in the heisman at all i mean that's and, a, you know by the way their receiver that quentin johnson's gonna, oh, be, a top, he's a gonna be a top 15 pick beast beast he's gonna be a top 15 nfl pick sonny dykes had to go go re-recruit him sonny dykes took that job sonny dykes is his first year yes he had to go re-recruit Quentin Johnson. <laughs> guy's, that guy's a freak. Yeah. Now he had a, he had a fumble in the game on a catch, but they still you know didn't didn't cost cost him the game. I'm telling you, Jake, TCU. Even though they're the 66th nationally against the run, and they give up 25 a game, which isn't terrible, but it, you know it's fourth in the Big 12. I, I Michigan will probably wear them down, 
but it won't be easy. I'd be shocked if Michigan covers nine. If they win it all, I'm worried about. I like Michigan. It's your team. Your boy I'm Jim. worried about your boy that. Jim. I think that game is going to be a bloodbath. TCU, Michigan, physical teams. I hope it is. I hope all. I hope both games are great. I, I mean, if you're thinking uh, leaning towards an upset, I hate to say this over the air. I'd look at TCU upsetting Michigan. If it's, I don't even consider an upset. Shocked by that line. It's coming down. When we come back, Deion Sanders primetime is at Colorado officially. How scared are you for next year's game in Boulder? It's next and early break on the ticket.